podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a very quiet Wednesday on which nothing is going to happen because, you know, we have done our business for the transfer window by all accounts. Uh, Not to worry, we move on regardless. We have the main Liverpool websites to go around, but let's have a look and see if any of our favourite local patch journalists have written anything today. Uh, First things first, for those wondering why Simon Hughes has been inactive, Simon Hughes just had a child, so that is why. Congrats to him and his better half. Hope all is well and everybody's healthy and happy. Um, Jimbo and Mark Carey have written a piece about Mo Salah and why Salah is slumping. It's absolutely fair. I think the slump really began last season, and I don't think goals are the measure of the slump. I think the performance level. But so much of it is to do with how wide he's being played. And the fact that there is no help coming from that right-sided midfield role. Think of the players that have had the most drastic fall-offs for us. Trent, Fabinho, Salah, Matip and Virgil. Well, Trent, Matip and Salah all play on our right-hand side. Fabinho is affected by our right-hand side. And Virgil, well, I don't really know what's wrong with him. (laughs) But I think Virgil's slump is more down to him managing himself than anything else. The others are all affected by that gaping hole at right side midfield. And I do think if you've got a player who not just pulled their own weight, but could also take on a bit more, I think you'd see all the rest of them start to tick back up, especially if Salah is used more centrally. David Lynch wrote a piece yesterday, uh, basically regarding where the money has gone. And it's an interesting piece on Liverpool.com. But it is worth pointing out that it doesn't really tackle one of the major issues, which is why on earth did the owners themselves not pay for the infrastructure upgrades? Why is the club paying for those when FFP allows for the owners to pay for, for those things? Doesn't count against your profit and loss. And it would have left some two hundred million in the pot for Jurgen to buy players with over the last few years. 
and we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in now. So that piece is up on liverpool.com. That's quite a good piece there. Uh, Neil Jones, his most recent piece was about the Fabinho-Henderson fall-offs. It was interesting to see him actually highlight the fact that Henderson has been poor, though he did kind of gloss over the fact that he was also awful last season. Henderson has recently said that he thinks the World Cup took a lot out of him, but if you check Simon Brundish's Twitter, there's no real reason for the World Cup to have taken much out of him, considering how little he actually played there. And it also doesn't account for how bad he was for the 18 months leading into it and the 12 months before that he was also poor. Uh, Neil has also written a piece about Liverpool's pursuit of Jude Bellingham on goal.com, so check that out. Uh, Paul Joyce doesn't really know that football games take place. He doesn't understand the function of Twitter. As far as Paul is concerned, he sends a fax to somebody because he hears a bit of news, gets sent out, writes a few bits and bobs, sends it on to somebody else, gets sent out. You'll note that most journalists, when they tweet out a link to one of their pieces, give sort of a lead give you, you know, a little sampler of what the piece might contain. Uh, Not so much with Paul Joyce. Just the link and nothing else. Um, And, you know, Chris Bascombe seems to be part-time these days. Let's see what he's got to say for himself. Uh, The last thing Bascombe even put out on social media was regarding Everton, so, you know, nobody cares. Um, Let's move on then to the main... Liverpool websites, we have, this is Anfield, Young Henrold, Mr. Jackson has put up his half-season player ratings. I saw these yesterday. Some of them are a little bit generous, but I think these are actually very good from Henrold. So, Alisson, nine, I think that's absolutely fair. Uh, Quivin Callagher, seven. Again, I think that's pretty fair. Trent, five. Yeah, I think that's fair enough because he had looked a little bit better since the World Cup, though Matoma obviously gave him an absolute chasing. Uh, But he's had a dreadful season. Gomez 5, that's a little bit generous to me, but he did play really well against City. And I thought in the last game, he did improve as the game went on against Chelsea, but he had a really shaky first half. Joe Matip 5.5, I think, is generous. I think Matip's been really poor. I think he's been really poor. Ibu 7, I think that's fair enough. Virgil 5. I mean, as Henry says here, by a normal centre-back's level, Van Dijk has done just fine this season. But he's miles below his own standards. Like, that's the thing. Virgil this season has just played like a normal Premier League centre-back. And if we were just grading on an even plane, he's still been one of the better centre-backs in the league, but by his standards, he's been really poor. Nat Phillips, six, is very generous. Andy Robertson, six, yeah, it's fair enough. Costas, 5.5. I have been a little bit disappointed with Costas. Fabinho, four, I think that's fair. Besetic, seven. I think it's a little bit generous, but we'll allow it because he's a kid. Thiago, 7.5. I 
Uh, Henderson four. That's really generous. Really, really generous. Um, Nabi Keita five. Again, I think that's fair enough. He's been obviously injured for a big chunk of the season. Then he played 317 minutes. But uh, yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, Milner 5.5. He's had two decent games at right back. I think he's been fairly poor. Curtis Jones 5. I'm more surprised that he's played 10 times this season. 308 minutes. Um, he needs to go on loan. He need, genuinely needs to go on, lo- on loan. Harvey Elliott 6. Ox 5. Carvalho 5.5. Doak 7. Uh, just from the fun factor, I think Doak is fine at 7. Salah 5.5. Again, you're judging him based against himself. So that's fair enough. Uh, Luis Diaz 7. Bobby 6. I think that's a little bit generous. I don't actually think Bobby's been very good this season. I think he had a couple of really good games that's, that padded his goals and assist numbers. But overall, I do think he has been quite poor. Uh, Jota, six. That one might be a little bit... To be fair, he was scoring goals, so that is fair enough. Uh, Darwin, 6.5, I think is fair enough. So I think those are good from Henry. Um, congrats to him. Arthur could face ban after wages falsely lowered <laughs> falsely lowered by Juventus. This Juventus case is absolutely mental. They've already been docked 15 points. And now it, it just looks like the whole thing is is going to come crumbling down because we all know there was some, let's just say, jiggery-pokery with some of the transfer fees when they did player swaps. So there's the Arthur for Kanich one, obviously. There's also that deal they did with City, which I think was just written off, where they swapped youngsters, both of whom the clubs valued in around 10 to 12 million. And then obviously neither of those players have ever got on to play for those clubs. So it's all a little bit weird. But yeah, they've lowered wages of players as well, including Artur, and apparently now he could face a 30-day ban. I don't know how that would affect him in, as far as playing for us. Um, but if they're going to ban him, they should ban him now while he's still injured. Uh, three men were arrested for alleged homophobic chanting at Liverpool versus Chelsea. Uh, less than ideal. Uh, men aged 23, 37 and 49 were arrested on suspicion of homophobic intentional harassment, alarm, and distress. The 37-year-old has been bailed (coughs) pending further inquiries, and the other two will attend a voluntary interview. We're also aware that 16 people were ejected from the stadium by stewards for various offences. Most of them were Chelsea fans who were... Kicked out for chanting absolutely heinous things. Merseyside Police has issued the banning order to an Everton fan who shouted racial abuse at a Leicester fan last season. Matthew Gillespie, age 32 of Bebbington, pleaded guilty to racially to a racially aggravated excuse me, pleaded guilty to a racially aggravated public order offence at South Sefton Magistrates Court on Monday. 
Uh, following an incident at Goodison Park on November 5th. Good. Good. He's now banned from going to games. He shouldn't be allowed to go to games. Uh, Bellingham rumours rubbish, Mount support and Henderson struggles. Latest Liverpool news. Forget Gravenberch. Um, Florian Plettenberg has said that Bayern are not interested in loaning him out. I assume it was people putting together, you know, two plus two and getting five. We did have interest before. His agent was at Anfield at the weekend. But, I mean, agents go to games all the time. So it might well have been that she's looking to get a new client and she was there to watch them. Might well have been just the fact that she was in England and fancy going to one of the biggest games of the weekend. So, who knows? Uh, the captain in a difficult spot. Jordan Henderson has admitted it's been, a diff- it's been difficult over the last few weeks to perform to the level I'm capable of. The last few weeks. The last few weeks. Former Liverpool analyst Harrison Kingston is one of a long list of names behind the scenes who have left the club and the reason for his departure isn't uncommon. Uh, Mason Mount continues to be linked and one Reds legend would support a move. I would very much be in favour of signing Mason Mount. Former Red Kian Hoiver continues to hamstring his own career. Uh, PSV Eindhoven are cutting short his loan and sending him back to Wolves. Uh, Stephen Gerrard will not be the next Poland manager, unsurprisingly. Um, According to Sky Germany, Real Madrid are considering offering Eduardo Camavinga and a hundred million euro in any deal for Jude Bellingham. I mean, that that's a hell of a deal. If you're Bayern or if you're if you're Dortmund, you'd be nuts to turn that down. Um, Jamie Carragher has called Everton the worst run club, and if you're looking for something to laugh at, Everton had Danjuma in the building. He met with players. He did his medical. He did his interviews. Did his photographs. Did his release video. Everton did what Everton do and dicked about, and he just said, no, thanks, I'm enough to join Spurs. Magnificent. On Liverpool.com, double Liverpool transfer error was already made in summer as a 107 million FSG write-off made block deal. Let's have a gander at this and see what's going on. Liverpool wasted two possible solutions to a big transfer issue, and now its alternatives are imperfect. Further damage to FSG's reputation is inevitable. It seems that Liverpool has used all its money it had available for January on a forward rather than a midfielder. Uh... Oh, basically saying that we should have sold Naby and Ox in the in the summer. And without question, we should have. I think Ox probably would have gone if he hadn't gotten injured. But yeah, I mean, it's an awful waste to spend as much as we have over the years on players that end up leaving for free. We, we, we hold on to players far too long. When players get within 18 months of their contract, if you're not going to keep them, if you're not going to extend them, and you, or you don't think they want to extend you need to be selling at that point. 
Liverpool on alert for 131 million midfielder and leading second transfer race as summer plan made. Let's have a gander at this. No doubt nonsense in the media digest. Uh, Mignolet makes player of the year conversation. Okay. Um, Mignolet has been tipped to claim Belgium's player of the year award. Interesting. Especially interesting as Scott Parker walked in and the first thing he did was sign a goalkeeper. Amrabat transfer twist. We, we're not in for Amrabat. We never have been. Uh, Liverpool on alert for Fernandes. Um, Portuguese record. Portuguese outlet record claims we are on alert. On alert FC joining the ranks with monitoring FC and, you know, Kick the tires, FC. Trailing FC, tracking FC. Busy, a busy club. Liverpool has another future Jurgen Klopp successor emerging as Anfield hero hugely impresses. This is about Xabi Alonso, who, to his credit, um, is doing very well with Bayer Leverkusen. Now, what I will say is, it was a good job to walk into because. Their league position was, I think, a false league position because they've got so much talent there. They had a really rough start to the season. But since taking over, um, 11 games, 5 wins, 3 draws, 3 defeats. But the football they're playing is really, really impressive. So he took over on the 5th of October. They beat Schalke 4-0. Then they got walloped by Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, They drew at Wolfsburg. They lost to Leverkusen. But they have won four in a row in the league since, which is impressive. Um, The Champions League, less less impressive. Lost to Porto, drew with Atletico Madrid and Club Bruges. They will go into the Europa League. But they have won four in a row in the league. Uh, They beat Union Berlin... 5-0. 5-0. They were having a very good season up until that point. Uh, they beat Cologne 2-1. They beat Stuttgart 2-0. They beat Gladbach 3-2. Union um, Berlin are, are in fourth and Leverkusen put five past them. There's so much talent there. It's absolutely ridiculous. Once they get Florian Wirtz back and up to speed, I think that team is going to be so much fun to watch. I think Alonso very much landed on his feet with that one. And hopefully it continues to go well. He continues to develop his style of play. And maybe in the future he does become an option to replace Jürgen um, if if the timing works. Anfieldindex.com we have a couple of new pieces. Uh, there was the post-mortem on, che- on the Chelsea game written by Stephen Smith. And there is a piece, could Roberto De Zerbi be the long-term successor to Jurgen Klopp? Uh, that one was also written by Stephen Smith. So do check those out. Podcast-wise, mentioned them yesterday. New minefields, new under pressure, new Anfield Index podcast, new Pro Plus with Trev and Dave, 
Uh, there'll be a scout. There's two scouts getting recorded today. Um, one of them will probably be out this evening and one then maybe Friday. Uh, neither of them will be about the Wolves game or the Wolves game, the Brighton game, because, you know, we don't do cups. Um, but yeah, that's it. Take care. Take care. Take care. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.